With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The LSU Tigers. LSU wins the BCS. Casey Porter taking it all the way. One team, one heartbeat. The New Orleans Hornets select Anthony Davis. And that's him. Mardi Gras about to break out. Talk about my thing. To the 20. Geis. Touchdown. Who that? This is the Chris Gordy Show. It was a good win, you know, and so take a peek at the film. I'm sure there'll be some things that, that weren't as clean as we'd like, but overall, the time of possession our run numbers were, this is a tough team to play here. And every week, you know, I guess it's up to me to worry and focus on the, the details. I thought our staff did a good job in the preparation for, um, for some of the things we were going to get from Buffalo. Um, so, but to measure it against other games would be a little early. There's your head coach, Sean Payton, as the New Orleans Saints have now won seven in a row. 7-2 and two on the season, and they have sent a message to the rest of the NFL. They are one of the best teams in the league. Good morning, New Orleans. Welcome into the Chris Gordy Show here on Sports 1280. There's a ton of stuff we got to get to today, but uh, first and foremost, we start with your Saints beating down Buffalo yesterday 47-10. to 10. I don't think anybody saw this one coming. Uh, we were saying all last week, this is one of their toughest games remaining on the schedule. We knew Buffalo had... Uh, was undefeated at home this year. They have a, a good, tough defense. But man, oh man, what a beatdown from a dominant run game, from a dominant performance by the defense, from the offense actually turning the ball over in the red zone, and it didn't even matter because they were that good. And what a message the Saints sent to the rest of the league. We are coming, and this train ain't slowing down anytime soon. So we're, we'll touch on the Saints. We got LSU. They... Uh, have a nice beatdown, second half beatdown of Arkansas. I was at the game. It was a little dreadful for the first half, but the second half beatdown. And I'm starting to wonder why they're not playing Miles Brennan at all when he's going to be, you know, appears to be your starter going into next year. We'll get into a little bit of that throughout the morning. We've got a bunch of other stuff we got to get to. The Pelicans get a win uh, Saturday night against the Clippers. And. Uh, just a whole bunch of stuff we got to get to. Butch Jones has been fired at Tennessee. How about Tulane? They got to win. Uh, college basketball got started. The Will Wade era at LSU. He starts off with a win. So, bunch of stuff we got to get to on this Monday morning here on Sports 1280. But we cannot make it official without introducing producer Michael. Yep. New Orleans, your team is really good. They're one of the best teams in football. It's time to believe it. This team can beat anybody. And what they did yesterday, just bitch slapping the Bills Mafia in their place. Those people needed 
butt stuff in the tailgate afterwards to get past that loss. <laughs> so the Eagles had a bye week this week, right? I don't care about the Eagles. Get their ginger quarterback out of here. <laughs> you know, it was funny last night. Did, did you watch any of the Sunday night game? Yeah, uh, more than I expected to, and I wish I had found something better to do on or watch on TV than that. Yeah, I was flipping around. We actually ended up, we started watching the new uh, Stranger Things, but uh, we we were kind of flipping back and forth, and I caught, uh, it was either, I think it was either halftime or pregame, Tony Dungy and Rodney Harrison, yeah, the guys halftime. in the studio, and the question was posed by Dan Patrick, of the best teams in the NFC, the Vikings, the Eagles, and the Saints, who do you who do you buy into most? And the response? The Saints. The Saints, because they look have at, Drew Brees. Well, and also look at what their team has done. It's not one facet that's doing it. Again, we like we talked about so often... They're doing it in every different way. The defense, again, awesome. After they got gutted on the first drive with the big long run for LaShawn McCoy, they settled down. They were fantastic. The running game gutted that team. They didn't need Drew Brees to do a damn thing yesterday. They're dangerous <laughs> as hell. They're so balanced, it's incredible. This team is legit. You don't win seven in a row by mistake. Now they're on a good roll. Yeah, the momentum's building, which is fantastic. But this team has balance all of it it's amazing because you know when breeze is called upon he can answer the bell right like if there's a game where he's got to throw for 300 he can do that but the amazing thing about this team this 2017 saints team is he doesn't need to like the run game is so good with kamara and uh and ingram the defense has been so stout i mean and, and it's so funny because i was talking with somebody yesterday about you know comparing it to the 09 that 09 defense was was beastly in that they were getting sacks and turnovers constantly. I mean, they were always getting interceptions. Darren Sharper had a bunch of pick sixes. This defense, like, it's they don't do anything just special. It's just they get you off the field. Like, you, they force you to go three and out, or they'll give up a first down, and then one, two, three, you're, you're punting. Like, it's, it's amazing in that they're just effective. Like, again, it's nothing, like, flashy. I mean, Cam Jordan has had, you know, he has his moments. I thought Sheldon Rankins had one of his best games yesterday as a Saint. Yeah, kind of good. A sack, some tackles for a loss, an interception. I mean, the guy did it all. But well, he didn't do a score the touchdown there. Yeah, you, you wish the big man could have gotten in there, but it's it, it's just amazing. Like I said, like they're not they're not. It's not like showboating. It's not like uh, Deion Sanders and things like that. Like they're just they they're effective. They force you to off the field, and you look at the scoreboard and you go, God, Buffalo's only got three points. Like as soon as it was fourteen three, I said I feel good about this because you saw Tyrod Taylor out there. That offense wasn't moving the ball. They didn't score until they went to their their backup Nathan Peterman late in the fourth quarter, and the Saints were playing back anyway. So, I cannot say uh, give enough kudos to Dennis Allen and the job that he's done defensively. And by the way, Vaccaro yesterday he was out. Yeah. I mean, like they're doing it even with injuries. Like guys are guys are missing games and having to you know uh, step out, and, and new you know guys behind them are stepping in, and they're and they're still effective. So. Man, I mean, we talked about when we looked at the back half of the schedule and said, you know, those last eight games at Buffalo was one of the tougher games. You just know. Uh, and, and you went in there and bitch slapped. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. You yeah. bitch slapped him. You ran for 298 yards the team. Unbelievable. Averaged over six a carry, six rushing touchdowns. I mean, what? Un can you can you even think that Adrian Peterson was once a part of this backfield? <laughs> Well, you you start to realize. I mean, we we said it. We watched the we watched the games. Like you you are wasting carries on on Peterson because right. Ingram and, is so good. This, yeah, yesterday and, was another Kamara, example of that. And Kamara is 
I mean, Kamara eight point eight yards per carry yesterday. Ingram six point two. At the end of the year, we're going to look at this team. We're going to say, Alvin Kamara. You know, like if you give out an offensive MVP award, Kamara has completely opened up this offense yeah. from what he can do running the ball, what he can do catching the ball. I mean, how many times does he catch a ball on third and eight? And you're like, ah, he's not going to get it. And boom, boom, it's boom, what little moves. And he stretches the ball and it, gets the first down. It's like, what they've missed since Darren Sproles has been gone. Darren it, Sproles, Reggie Bush, whatever the role was in the Saints offense, Kamara's filling it in. And he's a better runner. I mean, it, it, the dynamic player. And then you think back to the offseason when, when we were coming into the season talking about it. We, bo- I mean, I don't think you liked him as much as I do, but we were you know, both questioning what they're doing with it when it comes to playmakers because they got rid of Brandon Cooks. I knew they uh, were going to. I knew they were going to use him. I didn't. One, I didn't think he'd be this good early. And two, right. I didn't like the pick on draft day because you gave up a future second. That's. I didn't, well, now I, you I, feel very good about that, right? I mean, uh, you give up. You know, it's going to suck on draft day when you get to the second round. You go throughout the whole the whole round without a pick. But the good news in the back of your be, mind, you think, "Hey, we got Camaro. That, and it's going to be a, this pick. So. It's going to be late in that round too, probably, which yeah. is nice. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Saints are 7-2, and two, and now sets up with the Washington Redskins coming in the Superdome this weekend. They lost a tough one to the Vikings yesterday in Minnesota, who, by the be, way— you got to be on your toes still with that Redskins offense. They can still oh, yeah. move the ball. No, no, no doubt. Kirk Cousins threw for three twenty-seven yesterday. They really don't have a run game. They've got a good group of backs with P. Ryan and Chris Thompson and Rob Kelly— like they they all do different things. They they can all catch the ball out of the backfield. They can run it a little bit, but it's the receivers. They they got Jameson Crowder, uh, Josh Doxson's their first round pick from a couple years ago. Vernon Davis is now their number one tight end. I mean, what's the what's the kid Jordan um, Jordan Reed? Jordan Reed is just a complete turn into a complete bust. The yeah. guys the guys never healthy. And I say this as a guy who took him in almost every fantasy league I'm in. Um, Vernon Davis has actually still got a lot left in the tank. Yeah, and, I picked him up. I think in one of my legs. And remember that you know that 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 vaunted uh, playoff game in San Francisco from years ago that ruined what what could have been one of the greatest Saints seasons ever, uh, where Vernon Davis and Alex Smith connected in the final minute and they upset you to go on to what the NFC Championship game I think after that. But uh, I thought that was the NFC Championship. No, no, no. It was it was the week after that. But was it? Yeah. But uh, just a brutal, yeah, you're right. A brutal loss uh, then at the hands of Vernon Davis, and this guy is still very productive. Seven catches yesterday, 76 yards, and uh, he'll be a guy you have to worry about this weekend. But you feel pretty confident. One, you're playing at home, but two, just the way your defense is playing. I mean, Kirk Cousins will take sacks. He will throw interceptions. I mean, he he will make his mistakes, and <clears throat> so if you can figure out a way to win this one, it sets up the week after you're going to L.A. That L.A. team is on a roll. They just disposed of the Houston Texans yesterday pretty mightily. Uh, Jared Goff's really good. Robert Woods is is an electric uh, receiver. They've got Sammy Watkins, who had a couple good catches yesterday. So, And then Todd Gurley, a really good run game. So that, I mean, it is setting up. you got to get past Washington. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In this week, and hopefully you can, 
But it is setting up for a monster showdown in two weeks as the Saints head out to uh, to L.A. But, hey, we'll take it one week at a time. We'll focus on uh, – we'll enjoy this win today, and then we'll start to focus on Washington as the week goes along. Right, and then you look at the schedule that is ahead, though, when you're talking about you know who, who they have and what is ahead of them. And we look back to the preseason, what we thought. I think what, I think we talked about it this last week, but I said I think I said ten and six. You were nine and seven or eight and eight. What'd you have? When when was that? When we did the preseason prediction. Oh yeah, I mean, I think I, I, I definitely said ten did, and six. Yeah, I think I did ten and six for sure. But like for real though, now obviously, twelve wins is in play. Yeah, I mean, if it's, you, it's it's not even it's not crazy to think that you you could get, tw- you should get seven, twelve. Wins. You have seven games remaining. That that would mean you go three and four, get you to ten and six. Yeah, they, you're going to do gonna that. Go three and four. No, they're going to do better than that. So uh, if you guys want to get in on the phone lines, phone lines are open five zero four two six zero twelve eighty five zero four two six zero one two eight zero. If you want to get involved in the show, you can tweet us. I'm at Chris Gordy. He is at MC seven nine zero. Or you can always email the show Chris at sports twelve eighty dot com. Just an impressive win by the Saints yesterday and. Uh, you know, we'll hear a little bit from Sean Payton and Drew Brees in a little bit on, you know, did this send a message to the rest of the league? I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know if that game necessarily sends a message other than the fact you've won seven in a row. I mean, I, I think, mean, yeah, I think that the whole streak should send a message, yeah, the honestly. T- the t- what have I told you Drew Brees, Gordy, is on a pace to only throw 23 touchdowns this season? Unbelievable. Isn't that nuts to I- think? This guy who throws for 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns pretty much every season? That, that 0-9 team... What, you know that we always go back to and talk about was always balanced and you know the, the with Mike Bell and Pierre Thomas and Reggie Bush and they were able to to move the ball on the ground but um it, it's it's amazing Th- this team's even more balanced than that team I mean they just with Kamara the way that he's able to run between the tackles at times and Ingram just really taking his game hell, up look another at, level this looking year. at that 09 team he only threw for 4,300 yards that year. Right. That, He's on a pace was, to throw for under that, actually. Yeah, I, that's that's where it's kind of... And, and, and again, like, it's amazing. Less Drew Brees equals success. You know what I mean? Like, where he's not having to throw for 400 yards. Yeah, and look at his, his completion percentage has actually gone up from last year, too. Because he's not, like you said, he's not throwing the ball as much. You're not utilizing him as much. But when he does throw it, he's been accurate and he's been... Moving it how he needs to. Oh yeah, he's had he's had some really good games uh, this season, completion percentage wise. So yeah, the season finish today would be the highest completion percentage of his career. So yeah, I'm, I just go back to what Dungy and and Rodney Harrison were saying is you look at some of these teams from the Eagles and the Rams, both second year young quarterbacks still learning and Goff and Wentz. You look at the Vikings who are riding with Case Keenum, and by the way, props to Keenum yesterday, four touchdowns and 300 yards. And the Vikings win, but you know they got Teddy Bridgewater waiting in the wings. It sounds like Sam Bradford's basically shut down for the year. They said that they're going to play Teddy Bridgewater. Like that, they, they didn't even hide. Like it doesn't matter what Keenan does, they're going to play Bridgewater. Yeah. Like, why? It's, it's, if Keenan's playing well, why would you do it's that? It's very odd. But like of the four team, the, of the four best teams in the in the NFC right now, you feel most confident in the Saints with their like because they have Drew Brees. They have a guy who's won an MVP, right. who, who's won a, a Super Bowl before, who was Super Bowl MVP. Like when you get to the playoffs. That's what matters. Now, look, those other teams have great defenses. The Vikings, the, the Eagles, the Rams, they've all played really good defensively. But the Saints are right in that mix. Their defense has been just as good. So, again, if all things are equal going into the postseason, you know, does Carson Wentz or Jared Goff or even Case Keenum, God, God forbid, like, 
does one of them take their game to the next level and say, "Oh, I'm not a you know I'm not a rookie. I'm not a young guy," versus Drew Brees, who's got the experience, who who knows how to win the postseason. So I don't know. It's it sets up to be. Uh, we'll see. I mean, we still got weeks to go before we get to the playoffs. But if you're a Saints fan, you got to feel pretty good about your team on this Monday morning. 504-260-1280 is the number. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Chris Gordy show rolls on on a Monday. Sports 1280, New Orleans. This is Chris Gordy on Sports 1280, New Orleans. Okay. Okay. Welcome back in. Chris Gordy's show on a Monday. Get a little crunk up in here. Your Saints are seven and two. Seven seven game win streak. No big deal. Remember, I want to bring back the word crunk. The Saints team is allowing it to happen. (laughs) Looking around the uh, crunk AF today. Looking around the division, Panthers, they're in action tonight against the the Dolphins, so we'll see what they can do. They should lose, but Christian McCaffrey has the biggest game of his career. I'd be good with that. You no, know, I was rooting Cowboys yesterday. I was watching a little bit of that game, flipping back and forth, and they were playing the Falcons, and Falcons got a little separation, and who knew? The Cowboys are a different team with no Zeke Elliott. Yep, what a shock. <laughs> what a shock. So, but hey, the Falcons won, and oh my God, Adrian Claiborne, did you see what he did yesterday? He only six sacks. Six freaking sacks, so... I just mentioned that because you still got to play Atlanta twice in December, and it looks like they're going to be they're going to hang around here, and so those games are still going to mean something. The hope was maybe Atlanta could just keep going on a on a skid and falling, and maybe those games wouldn't be as important. But uh, they're sitting right there, five and four. I mean, they're only two games back, and you still got to play them twice. So Falcons are still going to be heard from this season. If you're the Saints, though, just keep winning. That's all you got to do. Just keep running off wins. Just keep winning. Just keep winning. And, and, just keep and best winning, case, winning, winning, winning. Or, or let's just say worst case scenario, you split with them. No big deal. It just cancels each other out, and you beat up on Tampa, and you beat up on Carolina, and right. you'll be good. Yeah, you'll be good. Nah, they're going to they're gonna run this thing out. Panthers are... 14-2, here they come. Panthers are 6-3, and three, and so we'll see what they do uh, tonight. Um, you know, hey... Go Dolphins. Be nice if the Dolphins could, could get a win. Tonight. Yeah, we'll see if that Dolphins offense shows up. They have a they have a pretty good history so far this season of not showing up. 504-260-1280 is the number. 504-260-1280. I think I get that right. Let's go out to the phone lines. Let's talk to Reggie in Dallas. Reggie, what's going on, man? Hey, who that, fellas? Yes, sir. Hey, it's a, it's a great morning in Dallas, as usual. Cowboys lost, Saints won, man. Can't ask for more than that. <laughs> no hey, doubt. Uh, hey, like, I, I remember last week when I called you, I told you, we go to Buffalo, we pound it out, we get the W, people are going to start recognizing us instantly. Come find out, you know, I turn on all the sports shows when I wake up this morning. Everything I hear, oh, how about the Saints? How about the Saints this? How about the Saints that? It's like <laughs> instantly, it's like. Uh, now they all want to come jump on the bandwagon. Even last night when I was watching uh, the highlights on NFL Network, Dion like, oh, should I come hop on the bandwagon when he was talking to Mark Ingram and stuff like that? Like, nah, just stay off and don't hop on it now. None of y'all was <laughs> with us when we was 0-2. Don't jump on while we're 7-2. Just let us keep being under the radar like we've been. Well, let's be let's be real though, Reggie. I mean, when you were beating up on the crappy Bears and the the Aaron Rodgersless Packers, I mean, like you know, they, they you were doing what you were supposed to be doing. This was like 
the first real impressive win from your team this year because it was like, holy crap, you know, Buffalo's undefeated at home. It's a real tough place to play. And the Saints not only got a win there, they beat the hell out of them there. Yeah, yeah, man. They they went up there and they had it on their mind. Whenever a team, and this was mind-blowing when I was watching the game, they ran the ball 24 straight times. And Buffalo couldn't do anything about it. It's like they took their soul or something that day, man. It's like the, their defense was just off the field. And as far as our defense, man, we have a legitimate top 10 defense for one. I think we're number eight in total defense now. The only, the most rushing yards Buffalo had yesterday is when the streaker ran on the field. <laughs> and, and that's it. No doubt. No, no doubt. Thanks for uh, anything else, Richard? Yeah, man. Yeah, that, that's about it. Uh, y'all have a good morning. And who that, fellas? All right. Thanks for the call, Reggie. Appreciate it, man. Um, yeah, Streaker did, did have more yards than anybody else there, Buffalo. But I got to tell you something. I mean, that. That Buffalo defense is not bad. I mean, they've got some good players. They've got Shaq Lawson, who was what, a high draft pick a couple years ago. they got Kyle Williams from LSU, who is still really, really good in this league. They've got Jerry Hughes, who I really liked coming out of uh, college. they got Ramon Humber. He was all over the field, the former Saint. He's played a big role on that team, but I was just really surprised. And you know, Tredavious White is right in the mix for Defensive Rookie of the Year, the former LSU kid. So they, they've got some players. They just stunk yesterday. They could not stop the run at all. And Reggie brought up the point of top 10 defense, and I think a lot of people would hear the top 10 defense thing, you know, said about the Saints right now. And, and you know, nationally, and people that don't watch are going to say, well, that's just probably not true. We know what the Saints always are. Well, no, it is true. They're basically top 10 in every category uh, defensively. And the points per game one, the one that we, you know, typically, I guess, use to measure it the most, they're tied fifth. They're giving up 18.3 points per game. Yeah, ninth in yards per game. Uh, like you said, fifth in points allowed per game. But look at look at who's right there with you. I mean, you're tied with Minnesota. Right. The Rams are right there at fourth. Carolina's and, and at third. So This is why you're this good. I mean, yeah. this is why you have every chance in the world to, to beat anybody. Your pass defense is inside the top ten in the league in yards allowed. I mean, for, on the good side. Same goes for Russia. I mean, it's just... Or not rushing, rushing a little bit further down the list, I think. But they're just, they can stop anybody at any time, which is the first time in a while that you've been able to say that. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That obviously. By the way, you want to talk about why, you know, when we talk about ratings being down and things like that, all you got to look at is look at points allowed per game in the league 
15, like one through 15 is giving up 21 points or less per game. That means, I mean, we're, we, it's a low scoring year in the league. Like teams it's been a are, lot of ugly football this season. It really has been. So that, that just, that shows you right there when half the league is allowing three touchdowns or less per game, you know, period, like 21 points or less means you're not. You, your product is a little bit dry. Right. It's a little bit. It's, it's offense is offensive struggle. There's been some bad quarterback well, then play. Everything's a penalty now, and pl- the game's just played different. Yeah. You know, it's. I get that it's tough, and it's just it's resulted in this game that is just very very ugly. It's amazing though uh, with the Saints. I mean, they're they're eleventh in turnover differential, so it's not like they're. You remember in 09, I mean, they were like among the league leaders in turnovers. Right. I mean, they were right there. They, and that's typically how it goes. You either are really good at stopping everything and you're not a team that some, typically creates a ton of turnovers, or there's always the defenses that if they weren't creating 8 million turnovers, they're not very good. Yeah, they only have 13 takeaways this year. That's four, tied for 14th. So you're literally middle of the pack in takeaways. It's just you're not you're not giving the ball away very much. But the the bigger thing with this defense is they are getting stops. They're getting three and outs. They're forcing you to punt and getting your offense off the field as opposed to the, that 0-9 team where it was interception, interception, fumble recovery. You know, it was, they were forcing other teams to make mistakes. This Saints defense is just sound. They're doing their job and getting you off the field. So it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. Let's do this. We'll take our, our next time out. We'll come back, continue the conversation here. We'll hear a little bit from Sean Payton and Drew Brees as the Saints beat down the Buffalo Bills yesterday, 47-10. to 10. My goodness. Quick break. Back after this. Our All-Stars bring you the inside knowledge for your home teams. Sports 1280, New Orleans. Welcome back in Chris Gordy's show on a Monday. Saints be lighting them bitches up. Saints are definitely lighting it up. I was just reading PeaceAndNola.com from our buddy Jeff Duncan. Says the Saints are the best team in the NFL. Some in Philadelphia and New England may argue, but no team is playing as well in all phases as the Saints right now. During their seven-game win streak, the Saints own a winning margin of 20 points a game. Sunday's win against a solid Buffalo team was one of the most dominant wins by any team in the NFL this year. And we'll send a message to the rest of the league. Saints might not have the best record, but they are playing better than anyone right now. And the scary thing is they appear to be getting better. I would agree with Jeff. I think that even though New England and Philadelphia fans are going to feel differently than that, you know, they both have really good teams, obviously. I don't think that the Patriots defense is obviously anything to be feared at They've know, got anything to better. fear at all. They've gotten better, but I, I just there's nothing this. to fear with them defensively that, at all. That 36 to 20 loss to the New England in Week Two. If they play, if both teams played right now on a neutral field, it would be much different, much more different now. Yeah, it would be. It would be a good game. And again, we talked about it earlier to see what this team has done during this seven game win streak, and then on top of it, they haven't had one of those games where it's been Drew throwing for 400 yards and four touchdowns. That's the scariest thing for the league because they're just doing it by gutting you and winning the time possession battle and beat you down physically and mentally. And that is what they continue to do, which is awesome. Patriots have won five in a row, by the way. So they're no, they're no, no, uh, they're really good. And those are easily the Saints, the Patriots, and the Eagles. That's the three best teams in football. 
But right now, as a Saints fan, this whole city of New Orleans should feel that the best team in the league resides in our city, the way that they're playing. 504-260-1280 is the number. Let's go back out to the phones. Let's talk to Adam in Jacksonville. Adam, what's going on, man? Welcome in. Hey, hey, what's up, bud? Real quick, man, hey, I want to throw a shout-out to iHeartRadio. I'm over here in Jacksonville. I don't ever get to hear the Saints. I download the app. I find you guys. I listen to you guys every morning, man. Y'all are awesome. Awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, real quick, you know what? You know what I think is funny. Everybody, they're still sleeping on the Saints. You know, obviously, you know people are like, oh yeah, they're up and coming. They're up and coming. They won seven in a row. The defense since week three has been the number one defense in the NFL. Do you, do you think everybody? Do you guys think they're going to continue to sleep on them, or do you think they're finally going to start realizing that they're the, that they're a dominant team in the NFC? Well, like, like Reggie talked about, I mean, this morning on, on a lot of the shows, I imagine if you put on first take in about 20 minutes, they'll be talking Don't do about that. It. Keep that, it here. That Skip Bayless <laughs> crap with uh, Shannon Sharp. I'm sure they'll be talking about it this morning. So, yeah. you know, I, I think, I, like I said, I mean, to their credit, I mean, though in recent weeks when you beat up on a bad Bears team or you beat on beat up on the Bucks or you beat up on the Packers without Aaron Rodgers i mean those were games the Saints were supposed to win i mean they were favorites in, in just about all those games so right. uh, now like the, you beat go into buffalo and beat the hell out of them in their house where they hadn't lost all year that sends a message now you're starting yeah. to get some of the national people going okay maybe the Saints you know we knew we knew they were pretty good beating up on those crappy teams but now they're beating up on the good teams and you know, now now we start to turn our heads on them. I'm excited. Yeah, no doubt. Anything else, Adam? No, man. That's the, hey, hey, guys, keep doing what you're doing, man. Love your show. Thanks. Thanks for listening, man. Appreciate it. Of course, you can uh, wow. listen to us on uh, 1280 AM in New Orleans, or you can listen to us for free on the uh, iHeartRadio app. Crystal clear sounding on the iHeartRadio app, too. Yeah. Now get all up in your ears and it no sounds right. No crackly AM sound. But it's we also love clear. you if you listen, to the, listen on the AM radio in your car. Sure. Absolutely. But, yeah, the iHeartRadio app, you can take it anywhere you go. You listen from all over the country, like Reggie does in Dallas or like Adam does in Jacksonville or Saints fans all over the country. As we uh, talk Saints, we talk LSU, we talk it all right here on the Chris Gordy Show. So, yeah, look, it's it's going to be – look, the, we, we said this last week. Each time you win, you know, now that the win streak gets bigger and bigger, the target on your back gets bigger and bigger. So now you've won seven in a row. And Washington's coming into the Dome this week, and they're going, so what? You know we're pretty we're pretty good team. They just they beat Seattle. Uh, you know in Seattle two weeks ago. This past week they lost a tough one in the final minutes to uh, you know a close one to to the Vikings. So they're not going to be scared. The Viking the Redskins are going to come in here and, and they're going to play their butts off this week. No, yeah, so, their, their season is it, it, it's like it's towards the middle of the year for everybody. But it's at that teetering point where they're a game under five hundred. They can't afford to lose many more games uh, and hope to get back to the playoffs again. But they're not going to do it. They're not coming in and winning. I'm sorry, it's just not happening. <laughs> well, hey, look, I'll, uh, I like your confidence, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll break it down throughout the week. Maybe we'll get some uh, some media folks on from uh, from Washington. Good, and I'll, I'll tell them all. Y'all have no chance. Don't waste your time. <laughs> well, if you remember uh, the Saints team in '06, they were going into was that week 15, and they had, they had won three straight. They beat Atlanta, San Francisco, and Dallas. And then they were playing. The Redskins came into the Superdome and beat them. I mean, shut down the Saints' offense. Drew Brees. Yeah, oh, six they matters lost, to this team. Well, I'm just saying, like they lost 16 to 10. And the reason I'll always remember that game is because I saved the newspaper. The Saints locked up the the their playoff spot that year, losing that game because other teams lost or whatever. So they like won the division and and locked up their playoff spot. And it was like the cover of the newspaper. Uh, the Times Picayune was like, Saints are going to the playoffs, but 
They lose. You, you know, you, in a losing fashion. So it was weird because they were like celebrating after the game. Yeah. But you lost. It's, it's always, always a bizarre. weird. It's always a weird dynamic. But anyway, I just uh, I, I, that that game just sticks out in my mind because they, and it was a big deal. Remember, because you came off that 05 season, the Katrina year, where you were just god awful. And then that next year, you bring in Sean Payton, you bring in Drew Brees, and it's like this new birth, uh, you know, this new this new team, and and they were high flying, defense played well. So, uh, but anyway, just just saying, Washington could come in and, and play spoiler this weekend in the Superdome, certainly a possibility. Uh, I don't see it, Gordy. So bleep off with your negative noise. Let's just run through it. The Washington, you got the Redskins, you're at the Rams, you got Carolina, you're at Atlanta. The Jets and the Falcons come to the Dome, and then you're at Tampa Bay to finish the season. Um, let's try to be optimistic here. Let's just say they do slip up and lose this week. You go to the Rams, that's going to be a tough one. I mean, it could potentially be... It'll be a tough one, but again, you go in with the way that you're playing into a game like that, and you feel that, okay... You know, we have a defense that's been awesome, and their quarterback, even though, look, Jared Goff did it again yesterday more than anything in the second half. The Texans shut him down early in the game, but he was, he's been awesome. He's yeah. been incredible. And Robert Woods has been, I mean, if you haven't heard of this guy, I picked him up in a couple fantasy leagues and looking like a genius because of it, because this guy, the past few weeks, has been unstoppable at wide receiver. He had two touchdowns yesterday. Uh, well, like 170 yards receiving, so he's been good. Sammy Watkins is starting to come on. Todd Gurley is still a really good back. So uh, that team's gonna be. It's gonna be a tough, tough game to play out there in LA. But, yeah, it won't be easy. But that's yeah, that's gonna be one of those games that you could probably go either way. The way it's but looking. But I, like I just, I mean, like looking at the schedule now, it just feels like every week now is gonna be a dogfight. I mean, you play Carol. Carolina's gonna come into the Superdome, and if they win tonight, I mean, they're they're right there nipping at your heels. That, I got a feeling that game could get flexed to Sunday night football. Which one? Uh, Carolina. Sorry, yeah, December no, that 3rd. one definitely could. Um, yeah, Carolina's not dead, obviously, and they're they're playing pretty good football. They're still in the mix for anything. And by obviously. the way, December Thursday, December seventh, Sunday night football in Atlanta, Saints at Atlanta. That is going to be a monstrous game. Because Atlanta's yeah, still very much in the mix as well. They're very well, they're very much in the mix. But you got to see where they're at at that point. Now they're kind of like the. You know, they're not completely like the Redskins who you're playing this weekend where it's a team that's you know teetering either way. They're a game over 500, but at that point you'd expect them to probably be, I don't know. That, I look at that Saints or that uh, that Falcons team and what they've done this season, especially offensively. They're just not the same. Well, and especially, the, same. especially the fact, I mean, I know Atlanta just beat up Dallas yesterday, but that was without Ezekiel Elliott. But their next three games, they're at Seattle, home for Tampa, which will be a win, and then they're home for Minnesota. I mean, like two, they could theoretically lose two of their next three. Right, and that probably puts them to that point where they're not going to get in the playoffs. And it's fine by me. And then they got to play New Orleans twice, and then they finish the season with Carolina. I mean that that last game, you know, let's say the Saints take care of their business and they and they win the division. That last game between Atlanta and Carolina could decide a wild, you know, who's who gets the wild card. Yeah, it really could. So. Uh, which is nuts to think, but it's in, you're in a good spot, obviously, because you're seven and two. Yeah, you've won seven straight games, which is uh, awesome. I do like that you. It sets up with you, you finish your your season finale is at Tampa, and there'll be nothing at that point. I mean, they're they're done. So hopefully, they're they're completely phoning phoning it in by yeah, that. Yeah, James will be down at the uh, Publix picking up some crab legs at that point. Yeah, they'll 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 be rolling with Fitzy probably. Yeah. All right, uh, 504-260-1280 is the number if you want to jump in. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Chris Gordy Show rolls on after this.
Back to the Chris Gordy Show on Sports 1280, New Orleans. Chris Gordy Show rolls on on a Monday. Nothing wrong with a little Lou Bega. To the liquor store on the corner. I just love I don't know like why we Bobo have this song, but yeah, I just love it. Um, do want to send our uh, best wishes to Daniel Lasco, who was carted off the field yesterday on a stretcher and in, in, into an ambulance. But it sounds like, um, sounds like some positive news there, and, and hopefully not as serious as it looked. He was uh, Sean Payton asked after the game yesterday about Lasco's injury. Yeah, I think uh, all the signs are positive his movement and everything, and, and I think that um, that's encouraging. Saints uh, did get Teron Armstead and, and Larry Warford back out on the field yesterday. They were uh, Warford had missed a couple games, and uh, Armstead was dealing with a chest injury that he left the game last week with, so it was good to have both those guys back. Here was Sean Payton asked about the offensive line. Well, my guess is they did pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I know you want to watch film, but I mean, were you able to gather any, any Yeah, 300 yards rushing. That was the information I gathered. I thought they did pretty well. I mean, I think that we'll look specifically, but yeah, I, I think they did well. So Sean Payton had a little fun with the media yesterday. Um, I, I, I listened to all of Payton's postgame presser. I thought it was interesting because, look, as a head coach, it's easy for you to get up there and go, look, we dominate. Look, we're on a seven-game losing uh, win streak right now. We're sending a message to the rest of the league. Sean Payton's doing a good job of tempering, uh, you know, the attitude and, and, and kept saying, you know, it's about keeping this team focused on what the next task is. It, it's easy for them to go to beat their chest to go, ain't nobody beating us right now. Like, he's doing a good job of keeping it, keeping it, um, what's the right word? Keeping them level-headed. And say, hey, look, you know, you've won seven seven games in a row. That's great, but we're focused on the task at hand, and the next task at hand is beating the Redskins. So, you know, he kind of he's doing a good job of keeping everybody level headed and and moving forward because it's easy to get a big head now and say, yeah, you're seven hey, and two we'll and you're be, on a roll. Yeah, we won seven in a row. Nobody can stop us. Yeah, you're feeling like, damn, and we're going to do some things. Nobody's going to stop us this season. Now, yeah, that, that's he's doing a, a good job with it. That's what I thought. Like yesterday, Peyton kept getting asked these questions, like, this is historic. This is, you know, this is big and. All this and Peyton just kept going. Yeah, no, look, it was a nice one, but we got to move on. Like, you, you know, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't buy into your yourself. You know, you can't. Well, you can, but you don't want to get. You know, like you said, you don't want your head to blow up and get too big and think that you're unstoppable because the league will humble you quickly. Yeah, I do want to mention the uh, Pelicans. They got a nice win on Saturday night over the. L.A. Clippers, 111. Over 500 now. 111-103. They're back over 500 at 7-6. and six. Boogie Cousins, another monstrous game again. I mean, this guy is absolutely... If the Pelicans can continue their winning ways and stay above 500 and maybe you know go a little bit further, I think Boogie absolutely has to be in the, the conversation for MVP. 35 points, 15 rebounds, 5 assists. Um, you know, and Anthony Davis, 25-10, and 10, no big deal there, but... Both those guys are just they're playing phenomenal this year, but Boogie's really just taking his game to another level this year. So it was a great win for them. They've now won four of their last five, and then they've got a little two home, two game homestand here this week. They got the Hawks coming in tonight. They got Toronto coming in on Wednesday. Of course, you can listen to all that action over in our sister station, uh, WRNO ninety nine point five. So uh, you can catch all the uh, Pelicans action right there on the radio, or you know what, go to the game. I'm looking right now tickets. You know, ESPN always says how many tickets are available. It says tickets available from three dollars. 
So that doesn't seem right. Uh, it sounds like three dollars. Let's go to the get game. you in the door. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm in. Uh, so tonight against the Hawks, Wednesday night against Toronto. Get out there and support them because they are playing really well. They've won four of their last five. They're over 500, and they're very much right there in the playoff mix. That's where you want to be. Fourth in the wet in the uh, in their conference or division right now, which right. Is, which is tough. But the, the the conference is setting up to be a, a tough thing for anybody to conquer outside of probably two teams. But they uh, look, they're playing well. Like you said, Boogie Cousins has been. He and Anthony are figuring it out, and they're playing some good basketball. There's a lot of reason to to be excited about them and want to watch them because they're playing fun basketball. It's November 13th, so I'm not going to overreact, but if the season ended today, they would be the seventh seed, and they would be going to Golden State. So, Well, you know, <laughs> be tough. Yeah, the, the goal, you want to try to get into that five to six range where you, know, you maybe go to san antonio or you go to memphis or something like that that's kind of where you want to be so uh and by the way the thunder i mean they're they're six and seven like when are they going to start to turn this thing around at some point you think they would you know the compare it's been talked about a lot what they've done which has been a huge struggle out the gates with their new three-headed monster Uh, and a lot of looks or a lot of people have been looking back to when the heat got together now I don't think that anybody's ever going to say that these three players are probably going to be as good as those three players were together. But they got off to a slow start when they, you know, were figuring it out. And look, you watch them play; it's like they don't completely understand, or, or they aren't completely comfortable with one guy taking over, and they're they're playing too passive. And I think the huge issue for them, which I think everybody should have seen coming, was that they're going to suck defensively. That team's going to be horrible defensively for the entirety of the season, no matter what they do. But they are not a cohesive unit at the moment. And uh, look, that's good news for anybody in the West, uh, the way that they're playing. They did win their second, uh, second in a row yesterday, albeit over the lowly Dallas Mavericks, who are Two and twelve, and one of the worst teams in the NBA. Dirk Nowitzki had five points in that game. He was zero for five. From He's three. done. That guy <laughs> is so done. I mean, I mean, they are. Why are they even playing him at this point? I I don't know why he came back for another season. To be honest with you, like I, I just don't get it. Why would you continue? Like I know that you're getting all this money and you have a lot of money already, but like I, I would just retire. And I know you love basketball. And you don't want to do that, but. That team is horrific. And by the way, some guys are just never the same when they come off leg injuries or knee injuries or foot injuries. And one of those guys is Wes Matthews. Yeah, he's been horrible. 0 for 9 yesterday, 0 for 5 from 3. I mean, he is god-awful. Remember he's that not guy? good. Remember a couple of years ago when he was in Portland and hitting, hitting big shots? And Right, then he was his Achilles. He blew his Achilles yeah. out uh, in a game there in Portland, and still the Mavericks gave him a big deal uh, after he tore the Achilles. Just stupid. Yeah, zero for nine from the field. How do you? Uh, good God! Like, how do you not make one shot? How do you not get one layup? Well, I mean, NBA making shots isn't easy. But anyway, we got, I say all that to say Pelicans seven and six, an opportunity here with the the lowly Hawks coming in tonight. Should win this one, and then you'll have a tough one on Wednesday against Toronto. But hey, you hung with Toronto in Toronto a couple nights ago. Going into the fourth quarter, it was tied. So, you know, hey, an opportunity here. Win, win a couple of these games, and and, and let's go, let's go. They, they've been a much better road team than a home team this year, though. They are five and three on the road, just two and three at home. So, uh, Pelicans could use your support. They could use some extra butts in the seats. Give them a little bit of a home field advantage. But like I said, Boogie and Anthony are just on an absolute tear this year. Yeah, they've been incredible. Uh, both of them, the level of their play now, you got to keep it rolling and get yourself 
a little bit out in front of that 500 mark, not playing so close to it uh, moving forward. A little surprised when you look at the four teams that have the best best records in the league, the four teams that are already in double-digit wins. In the West, it's the Rockets and the Warriors. No big surprise there, although I, I, I'm a bit surprised that the Rockets have 11 wins. Golden State has 10, that the Rockets are ahead of them. But again, it's early. But in the East, Boston has 12-2, and two, and, and they've won 12 in a row since starting 0-2, which is pretty impressive. But how about the second-best team in the East? The Detroit Pistons at 10-3. and three. Yeah, that's a huge shocker. Who the hell saw that coming? Uh, the mustache ride that Stan Van Gundy's been Stan giving out, apparently Gun- working. Stan Van Gundy, your early leader for Eastern Coach of the Year. Just Coach of the Year in general, oh, yeah, yeah. considering what they've been doing. Orlando Orlando also surprised at 8-5, and five, but hey, it's the East. Anybody, yeah, the East anybody the could East. do anything. The, the Orlando one to me is shocking. That team was, I completely expect them to be horrible, but you know, yeah. whatever. Well, here's the thing. They got guys like hit, having career years, right? Like Fournier and all those guys. That, that's not going to last. No, it won't. It was like uh, out of the gates last year, DeMar DeRozan was shooting like 80% for the field. Okay, that's going to cool down. All right, quick timeout here. Uh, we'll come back. Hour number two will get underway. We'll continue to talk Saints. We still got to talk some LSU. I was out at the game over the weekend. We'll recap that and a whole lot more. Chris Gordy Show rolls on. Turn on Monday. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.